Good evening, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to this online service. And uh, the last few weeks we've been talking about faith. Faith must work for us. Faith must cause us to be effective, to produce fruit. And if our faith doesn't do that, it doesn't bring changes, it doesn't work for us, it's a useless faith. It's just a mental state of mind which is no use. So God wants to see that our faith begins to work for us. So faith must accompany action. Right? If we have faith, then we will have action that is consistent with what we believe in. And this evening, we want to continue this theme. How we can make our little faith work for us. A lot of us believe we only have little faith. And some people, because they believe they only have little faith, they do nothing about it. So as a result, that little faith is useless because it doesn't bring about anything. And uh, the disciples, their little faith failed them. When they cast out demons, when the father brought that boy to them, they, they, they did not have the faith to cast out demons. So their little faith was useless. It was not big enough to deal with that demon-possessed boy. And when they were in the midst of the storm, they were so they, frightened that they will be, uh, their, their boat will be destroyed and they will drown and they will die. And when Jesus came, appeared and rescued them, Jesus rebuked them and said, Oh, you of little faith. So can you see, a lot of us, our little faith are actually quite useless. But tonight, we want to learn how can we use this little faith and turn it around and cause this little faith to work wonders, to work miracles for us. Let's look at uh, this passage of, in, in the Bible in Luke, the Gospel of Luke 17, verse 4, to give us a context, verse 4. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive, uh, forgive them. Verse 5, the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. So Jesus was telling them that if this person sinned against you, one day, seven times they come, come back to you, repent and say, sorry, the disciple felt, no, that cannot. We don't have a faith to do that. If we come back the first time, second time, third time, okay. But if they continue to do that, how can we forgive him? We don't have that kind of faith. So they say to Jesus, increase our faith. Have we been in that kind of similar, uh, similar kind of situation? We feel that we don't have the faith to deal with those situations. We wish that God would increase our faith. But Jesus turned around and said to them, in verse 6, Jesus replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted 
and plant it in the sea and it will obey you. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed. So do not despise your little faith. Because if you know how to make your little faith work, it can bring about miracles far beyond what you can imagine with this little faith. So, our little faith, it could be useless, but it could be so powerful if we know how to activate it and use it to work for us. But before we talk about how to activate this little faith to work for us, we need to, first of all, protect our little faith. Because a lot of us, we have little faith, and as a result, we did not protect this little faith. We, we think that, wow, that's useless. And so, so, as a result, even this little faith was lost. God, the Word of God tells us that He has given each one of us a measure of faith. So for some, yes, they do have greater faith. For a lot of us, we think that we only have a little faith. But this little faith can work wonders. So we must protect this little faith that we have because it can be stolen or it can be destroyed. Look at Peter. You know the story so well. Jesus was walking on water and he asked Jesus, let me come to you. And Jesus said, come. And he stopped walking on water. And then he begins to look around and, and see the wind and the waves. And he begins to doubt. And begins to be frightened. And as a result, he sank. He was doing fine. His little faith. But then he lost that little faith. So when Jesus dragged him up, you know, save him, it means that Jesus was so close by to him. And yet he sank because he begins to have doubt. And Jesus said, you of little faith, you of little faith, why did you doubt? No, he couldn't, well, he has faith, he has little faith, but he couldn't even protect that little faith. And, uh, uh, yeah, because of the environment. Some of us, we just keep focusing on the environment that discourages us so that we feel that we cannot do anything. You see, you did not protect that little faith that is inside you. And allow doubts to come in by what you see, by your environment. Others we associate with the wrong kind of people. People who are so critical, people who are always talking negative, people who are there to tear down the little faith that you have. So if you associate with this kind of faith, uh, people, you will lose your faith. You know, there were 12 spies who were sent into the promised land. 10 came back with bad report. George. Joshua and Caleb came with good report. 
You see, who do you want to listen to? A lot of people say, everybody say that. They think that majority is right. So they follow everybody. So these 10 spies, because the nation of Israel listened to them, their little faith would destroy. And they don't want to enter into the promised land. And as a result, God also forbid them to enter because the way of the way they, they behave. So you see, your little faith can be destroyed when you associate, when you listen to the wrong kind of people. And I see this in church. You know, this particular person loving the law, serving, but associate with the wrong people and begins to be so critical, begins to, to have that negative spirit. And now I don't see that person. So protect that little faith that you have because that little faith, when you know how to activate it, it will do miracles. The book of 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33 says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Bad company corrupts good character. Do not be misled. Some people say, oh, I know. I know what to believe. I know what to, you know, whether it's right or wrong. The Bible says, don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. You associate with certain kind of people, you will be like them. And that's why some people say you look at the friends of that person, then you know what kind of person he is or she is. So if we want to protect our little faith, we, we need to be with the right people. We need to see the right thing, focus on the right thing on Jesus and not allow the environment to destroy our faith. And Paul, speaking to the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians 3, verse 10, he said, Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. So can you see, certain people can supply what is lacking in our faith and cause us to be strengthened, cause our faith to arise. Those are the people you need to be associated with. Need to listen to the true teaching of the Word of God, to the apostles, to the leaders, so that our faith are being strengthened. Yeah? So we, we, we need to protect our little faith. And then now, and grow our faith, right? We associate with the, while well, we listen to the preaching of the word, then our faith will, will be strengthened, it will grow. So how do we make this little faith of ours work? The problem, you know, we thought we do not have enough faith. You know, faith is our problem. But Jesus said, that's not your problem. Even if you just have that little faith as a, like, like that little mustard seed, just so tiny, if you activate it, it can do wonders. So don't look at your little faith and say, oh, that's my problem, that's my problem. No. 
is how what you do with that little faith of yours. Some people we do nothing. Others we just pray. We don't do anything. We there's no action. We just pray. So all this doesn't doesn't activate your little faith to work for you. So Jesus, going back to that passage in Luke 17, verse 6, Jesus, the disciples say, you know, increase our faith. Jesus replied, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. So to activate our little faith, we have to have faith declaration. We have to speak word of faith. It says here, you can say to the mulberry tree, you can. Do you want to? Some people, when they look at the mulberry tree, so huge, they say, well, there's no way we can get through this path because the problem is so big. And so because they choose to say these kind of words, therefore it destroyed the little faith that they have and they could not get through. According to your faith, so be it. We learned that last week. So if this is your faith, you believe that this, this problem is so huge standing right before you, well, then you can't solve it. But with the little faith, if you rise up and activate that little faith and say to that mulberry tree, be uprooted and be cast into the sea, the mulberry tree will listen to you, will obey you. That's what Jesus is telling us. So you choose what you want to declare with your tongue. The word of God say, life and death come out of the tongue. Jesus say, the word that I speak to you are spirit and they are life, full of life. Why? Because Jesus speaks words of life. That's why his word are full of life and, and his words is spirit. So our word belongs to the spirit realm. It supersedes the natural realm. The natural realm, there's big hindrances, there's a big problem, there's a big mulberry tree that is standing in our way. But our little faith, we activate it and begins to declare the word of faith and say, problem, you be uprooted. You say the mulberry tree will obey. So we belongs to the spirit realm and the natural realm will have to obey what we say and what we declare so you can say so let's choose to speak words of faith words that is upbuilding rather than telling others faith apart And that's how we activate our little faith. Speak words of faith. But we cannot just stop there. Last week we learned faith must accompany action. And that's where some people fail. 
They keep just praying, 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 but they don't do anything. Okay, so, but we follow with appropriate action. You ask yourself, what must I do now? How can I see this thing happen? That I'm believing it will happen. So we begin to plan, strategize, and do what we can. You know, why did God ask them to send the spies into the promised land to spy out the land? It's so that they can see the land, where the enemies are, you know, so that when they come back, they know what they are to do when they go in, how they prepare themselves. That's the, that's the purpose of spying out the land. Beside, you know, uh, wanting to build their faith to see that the, the land flowing with milk and honey. So we must now look at what we can do, what we must do, and begin to act upon it. Even though the little steps that we take may be tiny, but it moves towards the goal. It moves towards what we are declaring, what we are believing will take place. And that's, that's the second thing. First, we activate our little faith to faith declaration. Secondly, we begin to see what we can do and we must do. There are times all we can do is to declare. But there are things... There are times we need to do something about it. And then the third way that our little faith are activated is we understand what God was doing previously. You know, the disciples, they came to Jesus and tell Jesus that these people, they're hungry and there's no food nearby and the sun is setting soon and uh, ask Jesus to send them away before it's dark. Jesus said, you give them something to eat. And Jesus knew that they have no food. And they couldn't do it. But Jesus tell them, you give. And then the next thing is, Jesus said, you go and look for what you have. So they found five loaves and two fishes. And out of it, the miracles take place. And then the next thing that happened is Jesus had them to go across the lake to the other side of the land. And so midway in the, in the water, there was a, this big storm that came and they were so afraid. They thought they were going to drown. And they tried their best using their own effort, but of no use. And suddenly they saw Jesus coming. And, and Jesus stilled the, the storm. And then Jesus said, uh, don't be afraid. And uh, the Bible in Mark 6, verse 51 and 52, says, then Jesus climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed, for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. So the word of God is telling us that 
if they have understood the previous miracles, the loaves, the five loaves and two fishes, the feeding of the 5,000, if they've understood that, now that they're in this new situation with this new problem, they could have done the same thing. They could have speak to the storm and steal the storm themselves. But because they didn't understand, all they do is panic and afraid. And, and, and thank God Jesus came around and saved them. But God wanted them to activate their little faith and speak to the storm and say, be still. And believing that it will take place. Because with that five loaves and two fishes, it feed 5,000. With that, this little faith, speaking to the storm, it will steal the storm. Okay, so uh, it's very important that we keep growing in our faith. And when we do that, we will see miracles multiply, keep multiplying uh, one after another. It doesn't stop with the last one, right? So let's just continue to, to understand what God is doing, God's intention, God's heart is, so that we can multiply the miracles that is in our life. Growing faith will result in a chain of miracles. A chain, not just one. As we grow in our faith, you know, more and more things will happen. And when we have useful faith, even though it's little faith, we will rest in God's presence. We will relax. We will just trust God to work it through. You know, coming back to the story about the fig tree that Jesus cursed. So the next day when they walked by, Peter was so surprised because he looked at that tree and that tree has withered and died. And Peter remembered what Jesus said. And he said, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. And Jesus just so relaxed. What's so, what's so special? What's so surprising? Have faith in God. Have faith in God, Jesus answered him. So when we have that, we know how to activate our little faith and we trust in God, we relax. We allow God to do the work. The fig tree didn't immediately die. Jesus speak and curse that tree. And then he go away and carry on whatever he need to do. And allow God to do the work. Remember, faith activates God to work for us. So once we have declared the word of faith, once we have done what we could, we just trust God to work it out in his time. It didn't happen immediately, but it happened the next day. They saw it happen. Right? So God will work things out according to His time. You may have to wait. Well, it could be immediate. It could be one day later. It could be one year later. It could be ten years later. But we believe God will do it in His time. And uh, sometimes when we have declared, we have prayed, we want to make it happen in the wrong way. You know, Jesus in Matthew 6, verse 7 and 8, He said, when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. 
So some people, they want to make sure God hear them. So they keep repeating, repeating. So sometimes we repeat so many times the same prayer, but we didn't do anything. We didn't act upon it. And therefore, nothing happened. But we keep praying. And so Jesus say, you're just like the pagan. They think that there are many prayers, that babbling will, will, will cause their prayer to be answered. He said, do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. So just be confident, just relax, just believe. When you pray, your Father knows your needs, He will do it. You don't need to keep repeating as if He didn't hear you. Okay? But there are things that God will work it out in His time. You know, with Abraham, he had to wait 26 years for his son to be born. And in midway in between, his little faith was shaken and he tried to help God. And that's how Ishmael was born. But God said, no, that's not the answer. That's not what I had promised. So he waited and then 26 years later, Isaac was born. So, you know, we may need to wait a little bit longer, but we just believe. Even with that little faith, we have activated, we have declared a word of faith, we have done what we need to do, and we just leave God to work up what He needs to do in His time. In His time. So, this evening, I trust that this word is encouraging to you, to every one of us, especially those who think that we have little faith. But Jesus said you don't despise that little faith. You know how to activate it. Miracles take place. So we activate it by declaring the word of faith about the problem, about what we need to get done. And then we accompany with action. What can we do? And we begin to do what we need to do, even if it's little step, one after another. We are moving forward. And our faith allows it to continue to grow. Understand what God is doing in that little step that you have taken. What is God teaching you? What do you know about the heart of God? So that the next step, the next step forward, there's a multiple of miracles taking place because you understand the heart of God. And you're able to continue to declare that word of faith and see it happen. And so, uh, just rise up and begin to act upon, activate the little faith that you already have, right? If your little faith has been destroyed, you know what to do, right? If you need to leave certain company of people, you have to leave them if they keep talking about negative things. If you are looking at things from uh, in the wrong direction, you have to focus on Jesus so that your little faith is rekindled and activated and see miracles taking place in our life. Shall we pray?
Father, we thank you that you have given a measure of faith to every one of us. And we all have faith. And many of us, we believe we only have little faith. But this night we learned that this little faith, if we know how to make it to work, can do wonders. And so, God, we pray that we will choose to speak words of faith, declare things to happen so that miracles can take place, O oh God. Father, we pray that you will continue to work in us so that we will grow in our understanding of your ways and, and how you do things so that the miracles in our life will continue to multiply for the glory of your name. Bless your people, Lord. Cause us, every one of us to arise in our faith. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week.